before we go into actually developing the vart of what Purim is all about, and what we're trying to gain from the Mikra Megillah, and what we're trying to gain from the mitzvahs of Matanas Levyonim and Mishlach Monas, and ultimately we have to define as well the mitzvah of Chayv Inish Lebesumek. That needs a definition and how that's connected. So everything will come, slowly. But the first klal, I want to put down, very clear klal, rule, okay? We know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, could you shut the door there, please? It's a little noisy. We know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a plan and purpose in the world, okay? And that plan and purpose will come to fruition after Mashiach comes. And we talk about that plan and purpose every year on Rosh Hashanah. And we say, V'yeda kol po'ul ki ata pa'altoi, v'yavin kol yitzur, ki ata yitzartoi. We talk about this, what the world is going to look at like after Mashiach comes, what the world's going to look like. V'yeda ucha kol ha-ma'asim, v'yishlahavu lefanecha kol ha-biru'im, I mean, it's going to be a world that is going to be very clear that Hashem is the Melech of the mm. world. Okay? That means it's going to be the world is going to be running clearly with the Yad Hashem running the world. And there's going to be a Malchus Shemayim and there's going to be a Kavod Malchus. People are going to give honor to the Melech. Now, what it says in the davening is, Hashem Elokei Yisrael Malach Umalchuto Bakom Hashala. Ashkenazim say Hashem Elokei Yisrael Melech. Makes more sense the Ashkenaz way, but that's not the speech for now. Okay, but the point is the same. Hashem Elokei Yisrael Malach Umalchuto Bakom Hashala. Now remember the words. Hashem Elokei Yisrael. That's the key thing. That means this whole plan and purpose of the world, the whole tafkir of the Bria, has to include Yisrael in there. Okay? This is a key point. Because the world cannot see Hashem directly. They cannot recognize Hashem directly. Impossible. Hashem is what we say in the Pasuk, Kel Mistater. Kel Mistater means a hidden God. So how do we know, how do we see Hashem in the world? Through the Jews. That's where Rabbi Yoyin learns the Pasuk. Kel Mistater Moshi'an Shel Yisrael. When Hashem saves the Jews in a miraculous way, then people say, aha. You got it? So this whole revelation of the plan and purpose of the Bria has to come through the Jews. Okay, that, you have to get that clear. When we say that Hashem's full, complete revelations, that's Hashem Elokim. Yudke Vavke, who is Mashkiach on the Jewish people. Okay, that relationship with the Jews, that's when the clarity is there. Okay, the clarity goes only with the Jews. Now, there are Kufas where we call Hester Panim, where the world doesn't see Hashem. So how does the Hester Panim work? Also through the Jews. That means when the Jews are in Gullahs, when there's people uh, making the Jewish people suffer, when our 
ideologies, we can't live according to the hashkafas, when there's gezer shmad, whatever it is. See, this is the oimik. This is what people have to get this oimik. The, the, the valve that either brings more clarity or less clarity in the world has to always work through the Jew. Because you could only see Hashem through the Jew and the Hestaponim has to happen through the Jew. You have to, that's the oimik that people have to get. So whenever we talk about Hashem, it's synonymous with speaking about the Jewish people. It's, they're not independent things. If we say there was a salvation for Jews, that means there was a salvation for Hashem. They're not two separate things. They are one. They are one. You understand? You have to chop them. And the main simcha that we have when there's a salvation is what? Bach in you. Because since our whole mahus, our whole metzias is to be the Merkov of the Shechina. And our whole metzias is to be the Avde Hashem, to give covered malchus. So when there is Gilui Ponim, when there's Ha'oras Ponim, what are we happy? We're happy because the king has Ha'oras Ponim. So our salvation is really that we're happy that Hashem is clear in the world. You got that? That's a very important point. It says in the Megillah, it says in the, the Piyut that we say, after the Megillah, right? We say a Piyut. Shoshanas Yaakov, Tzahol of I'm going to talk about Shoshanas Yaakov in a minute, what that means based on Rabbi Rucham. But we'll get to that in a second. Shoshanas Yaakov referring to the Jews. Tzahol of V'samecha. They became very happy. Tzahala means that they're, you know, like when you see a chosan and he's shining. Tzahala is on the panim. When someone is so happy that his face is shining, Samecha is in his heart. Okay? When, when they saw together, which we'll talk about Yachad in a minute, Mordechai. That Mordechai was wearing Techeles. Okay? Now really, what it's alluding to is a Pasuk towards the end of the Megillah. What does it say in the Pasuk and the end of the Megillah? You know the Megillah you read, right? What does it say? With what? Beketer Malchut, yeah? Ateret, you don't know. Okay. <laughs> right? It says he went out with a bunch of clothes. It says five things there. Okay? And one of the things it says is Techelis. Basically what the Pasuk is saying is that Mordechai came out dressed up like the king. Like the Mishnah Lamelech. He had the Homon... Took over Hamad, right? And then what does it say? And it was happy, right? So that's what it's referring to. That's what it says over here. The the Jewish people, Shoshan and Yaakov, so all of it's Samecha, that's the words of the Pasuk. Why is it only talk about the Techelet? He had a lot of bigadim, right? So the Goyen says, Techelis means he was wearing Techelis on his bigadim. He was wearing Tefillin, he was wearing Techelis on his bigadim, right? What's the thing of Techelis? Mazet Techelit. So the Gemara says that when you see Techelis, what does it make you remember? The Kisei HaKovit. So Mordechai Yotzim Lefnei HaMelech means when Mordechai was 
became the Melech, when, he, when, the, when the Tzaddik becomes the Melech, what is that? Kavod Malchut Shamayim. So what's the Tzahol of Tzamecha? Tzahol of Tzamecha and Kavod Shamayim. Right? Remember we spoke out today that calls man homans in the world, there's no Kavod Shamayim. Ain't Hashem Shalom, ain't Kisei Hashem Shalom, right? So when there's a destruction of Amalek, what happens? Kavod Shamayim. Where's the Iker Tzahalav Esamech of Jewish people? Tzahalav Esamech, did they have a make it happy when the Goyim died? No. They weren't happy when the, that's not when we speak out the Simcha, when the Goyim, when the enemies were destroyed, because when the enemies were destroyed, so we just didn't die. Okay, we didn't die. That's unbelievable. But what's the main thing? The main thing is when this Kfoy Chamayim and Debrayim. You follow? So you have to get that clear. Chovet Shemayim is the Tachlis. That means, let's get this clear. Let's, 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 let's get the Amkis. So when Amalek is in the world, there's no Kfoy Shemayim. Or very weak Kfoy Shemayim. Ein Hashem Shalom, ein Shalom. Correct? Very weak. When Haman, the stronger Haman gets, what he does is, he cripples the Jewish people from being able to do what the purpose of the world is. Let's get this clear, because I want to get the oymik here. There's a chazal. Okay, you have to get this. This is mamish the amkis of Purim. This is the olive base of the amkis of Purim. Okay? There's a chazal that says that Amalek is like a zachar. He's a male. The umo yisraelom are like nekevot. Okay? What does that mean? Zohar Nekev. It means there is a certain, his, the, the, Mizdavik, the Umasa Oilam with Hamon, with, uh, with Amalek, right? So Amalek puts a certain surah. What, what's a marriage? When there's a husband and wife, the husband is Kaveya the surah. He brings in the Hashpo of the bias, and the wife is the Kaili. She's the Kaili for the Hashpo. Correct? But the tsura, who's kaveya, what the bias is about, that's the man, right? So homon is kaveya in the bria, that the world is a bria without Rabbi Shalom. Got it? That's his kaveya. Klal Yisrael is also a zachar, it says in Chazal. That's why Klal Yisrael and homon and Amalek can never go together, because that's mishkav zachor, zelolech. They can never both be at the same time. Follow? So when let's get this clear. When there's Mashiach, when there's Mashiach, and that means in order to have Mashiach, a Moloch has to be gone. He can't be existent. So when he's gone, the Jewish people are Kiveya the Bria. That is Zachat. And all the Ummusailum will strike because they'll be the Nikavas and they'll get the Hashpah from the Jews. But when Amalek is here. Since the Goyim have a certain Litiya to the Ra, so they easily mushpa from Amalek. So when Amalek is in the world, the Jewish people can't really do their job 100%. That's what it means, Ein Hashem Shalom, Ein Shalom. Get that clear? Because the only way the shame becomes Shalem, and the only way the Kisei becomes Shalem is through the Jews. But the Jews can't make shame Shalem and Kisei Shalom. Why not? Because they can't influence everybody else. Forget about within themselves for a second. 
Kerek ebda oymikir, voisa, maslaton, tishmari, omer, kan lomdis amok. Okay? Listen good. Part of the reason why the Jewish people can't, can't make Hashem Shalom v'akise Shalom is because part of making Hashem Shalom v'akise Shalom is requiring the, the Umas Oilam to be involved too. Right? That's why on, 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 uh, Sukkot, we bring Pore Hachag. Connected to Umas Oilam. The Umas Oilam are also involved. But they're involved like material. The Jewish people have to be Kaveya, the material of the Bria, to bring Kvayt Shemayim. You understand? So the hands are tied to some degree. Kozman Amalek is in the world. Correct? But what happens when you get to a point where Amalek is so strong that even the Jews can't do within themselves? They're weak even within themselves. Forget about having Ashba in the rest of the world. Where they come to a point that it is impossible, Mitzad der to do anything. Right? So what happens at that point? Then the world is doomed. So why is there Gezerah? Why is there Gezerah clear? Why? Lama. Because there's no point in the world anymore. There's no Tachlis. If you can't make Shem Shalom, you can't make Kisei Shalom, there's no Tachlis. You can't do it. She failed in the mission. The mission was a mission, and the mission failed. Israel means they carry God's name. Okay? So when the mission fails, there's, there's, there's no tachos in the Bria. Right? That's the gzair. That's the umik of the gzair. I want, I want you to get this a little clearer. Okay? Because this is a very important yesod. It's mamish like a tifa yesod. It's a tifa yesod where Klal Yisrael had Gezeris Misa means it wasn't attempted murder. Okay? It wasn't attempted murder. It means the mission failed. That means they actually died for all practical purposes. That's the morale. The morale says they needed to hayat hametim. But I want to explain something because this is a very deep point and this has really opened my eyes much deeper to see this when I learned to Rabbi Zekhovah. It's a very deep point. Because how do the Jewish people bring the Shekhinah into the world? How do they do it? Okay? There's a two-step process. The two-step process is that if you develop the Tzelem Aleikim, what does that mean? You develop your personal Tzelem Aleikim. Mazeh, a person develops his personal Tzelem Aleikim. That means every single person, every single Jew in Kalal Yisrael has Eloikus inside of him. Okay? Now, if he develops the Eloikus that's inside of him with his Midas, through his life, through his circumstances, through his personality, through his Kalim, that brings the sh- that the world could see Hashem through the person, right? He becomes Dovak to Hashem that way. So he brings the Shechina. People say, oh, this guy's has godliness in him, right? So he brings out Hashem in the world. And when he's Dovak to Hashem, then what it brings? It brings miracles. Right? All of a sudden you're going to see miracles. Miracles is, it manifests itself, the Ashkoch of Hashem manifests itself in a miraculous way. That's where the world recognizes Hashem. So how do you bring Hashem into the world? 
starting with your avoida. What's your avoida? Midot tovot. Ah. That's how you bring him in the world. Because midis means elikus. If you have goodness coming out of you, it means the, the midis of Hashem is coming out of you on a godly level. That's when you become the Merkava to the Shechina. That's when you bring Hashkacha Protis. That's when you bring Kvayt Shemayim. You got it? That's why Rabbi Ruchum says that the Megillah is about Midas. The Shmatov. What drives the Shechina away from the world? Where is it not nicker godliness, but only human animalistic traits of the Choymer of the Adam? Midot Ra'ot. You got it? So Rabbi Ruchum says the battle between Midas Toivis which is the Mahus of Yisrael, which is Toiv, Keneged Ra. You understand? Rabbi Ruchim says, it's a battle between Tov Vira. Tov means Midas Toivus. Why is Toiv mean Midas Toivus? Because Toiv is the Tzalem Aleikim, the Midas of Hashem. Right? And that's battling against what? Homon Achashverosh, the epitome of body. Disconnected from Neshama. Disconnected from Elikos. Body. Got it? So what happens when the body world dominates? When you don't see Elikos, you see people, you see Choymer. What, what happens then? You can't see Hashem. Because again, Nocham al You can only see Hashem through people. Can't see Him any other way. Only through people. So when you go to the Sud of Akashverish, and unanimous Sud of Akashverish means you're a goof guy. Once you're a goof guy, you're not a Merkava Lashchina. Not a Merkava Lashchina. Can't see him. Who won the war? Amalek. Once Amalek dominated, no Hashem in the world. No Hashem in the world. No Tachlis in the Bria. No Tachlis in the Bria. Then you die. Get it? So now, what was the, the miracle? Before we get to the Avoida, today we're not going to discuss the Avoida, today we're going to discuss the Saif Posak. The Saif Posak of the miracle was when the people with the good Midas, they became the heroes where everybody wants to be like them and live like them. That's called Bitlara. This is a very deep point discussed in many deep svarim. Bittal Ra means when people realize that Ra is empty and it's not prosperous and it brings you nowhere in life. If you act like a Balgaiva and you kick people around and you manipulate people and you're self-centered and you're full of agendas and then you marry a woman for your own agendas and then you switch your agendas and then you kill the woman that you married because it doesn't match your agendas then that corruption fails. When the corruption fails and people are not interested in living that way, and they're interested in living the way of the tzaddikim, of mitis toivis, that's when midot prevail. Okay? And then the tzaddik becomes the melech. When he becomes the melech, it means he's kveyed at surah of the Briah. That's malchus shamayim. So what happened in the miracle... Forget about how they were zoichet to the miracle. But what happened in the miracle was that the plan of the Bria came back in. Because once there's a Mechias Amolek, now the Jewish people are able to shine. 
Okay, so that's what's happening over here. So when we talk about Rabbi Rucham saying that the whole point of the Megillah is a Musa Sefer, and then you have to see the bad Midas of Achashverosh and Homer versus the good Midas of Esther and Mordechai, what's the point of learning Musa? We have to learn Musa every day. What does that have to do with the miracle? Because it is the miracle. Because the miracle was, Ain Hashem Shalom Ve'en Akisei Shalom. Why was it Ain Hashem Shalom Ve'en Akisei Shalom? Because the bad Midas dominated the world. The lifestyle of Taifa, the lifestyle of Gaiva, the lifestyle of what goes on today dominates the world. I'm entitled, I'm entitled to my desires of my pleasure. I'm entitled. Mechuyif to give it to me. A child can look at his father and mother and say, Ata chayav to give it to me. You brought me in this world, I didn't ask you. You did it for your own geschmack, you know? I'm sorry. But a very, very, a guy with very good taste was born. And now you have to feed him. Too bad on you. That's the world of Taiva. Exactly. So we can go through our society and show you how this is all here, right? But once the Midas Royas is there, you can't see Elikus. And you can't see Elikus, it can't be Dovak Bashem. It can't be Dovak Hashem. There's no Ashkocha Protest. No Ashkocha Protest. There's a lack of Emunah. There's a lack of everything. Everything is lacking. So the whole Tachas of the Bria is worthless. In the Ness, that all went down. Once the Rishonim were destroyed, and the Tzadikim emerged, that was the Kovach Shemayim. That's Hashkoch Protest. Everything's back in. That's the asserted Ness. That's what Rabbi Rucham is saying. So we're going to take that Hagdama. So already right now, we just answered two questions that we spoke about today in the Vat. We explained how Ein Hashem Shalom Venakis Shalom was connected to Rabbi Rucham. We're going to show you two more things we have to show you in the next Vad. Is we have to show you how Tefillah has to do with this. And we're going to show you also Emunas Chachomim, which is going to be a big thing here with Kimu Vekibble. Once we get those two last pieces, then we got the full puzzle. Once we got the full puzzle, I'm going to show you into the Avodas Hayoyim, and then we're going to get to the Adulah Yoda, and then we have work to do. You got it? So we'll stop here for today.